Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. On today's show, we take a look at what could be the new rules for a post-pandemic retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, uh, author of a great book called Every Dime Every Day, also president of Frisbee and Associates, a fiduciary, and uh, so much more. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, good, Steve. How are you doing today? Very, very well, thanks. Just, uh, you know, just waiting like everybody else. To, I just want to go to a restaurant, don't you? I just... Uh. <laughs> You know, it's uh, when I was down in Florida for the whole month of April, and uh, and I had come back on uh, that Sunday. They started a soft open the restaurants in Florida on that Monday. My wife stayed down, and my son was down in Florida because he lives down there. And so they would they would send me uh, text messages with pictures of them <laughs> outside on these uh, beautiful uh, outside restaurants on the, on the waterfront, uh, right in Bradenton. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I that's one thing I miss more than anything. Oh, I think I know. is out. Outside of those restaurants, it's crazy. The uh, and and again, really, when when it all comes back, it, it'll never be normal. It's a bit of a new normal, if you want to call it that. And it also has an effect on retirement and and retirement planning. And that's what we're talking about here uh, in terms of new rules versus old rules. I mean, they're rules of thumb more or less, but there are some things that we have to look at differently. You know, I've thought of a lot a lot about this. My my team has talked about this a lot uh, in the last few weeks. What is new normal? Um, we we really don't know until we settle into what new normal might look like. Mm-hmm. We're just playing it by ear and trying to and pivot and and stay in front of uh, information that keeps coming out about uh, you know uh, markets and volatility and all that sort of thing to make sure our, our clients are aware and we keep them educated and updated. Um, I, I think Steve, it's going to be months, if not into next year or later, what a new normal might look like. So yeah. we've got to really pay attention to things. And, and, and we're never going to go back to the way things used to be. Um, it's, this is kind of like, I, I like, I, I look at this like a, a 9-11 event, right? Um, you know, after, after 9-11, the, the world changed that day and it's never been the same. And this is one of those type of events. It's a, it's a, I don't want to call it generational either because we seem to have one of these events now every 15 to 20 years or so. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. It, it's, uh, it's wait and see. And unfortunately, people that are coming up to retirement um, don't really have the time to wait and see. They've got to make choices and decisions based on what they had hoped to do. Maybe it was retire this year. Um, not saying that they can't. I, I think there's a lot of people we're going to be able to help still retire this year if they want to and next year. But what are the new normal rules? And, and we've, got to, we've got to figure that out. And one of the things that uh, we talk about is 
everyone always says, you got to save for retirement. That's priority number one. Well, that may not be the same anymore. It, it may not. And, you know, looking at the old rules, saving as much as you can, it goes to what I think is one of the new rules that we should be considered. I talk about it all the time. I, I wrote about it in my book is I'm a get out of debt guy. Paying off debt is a critical thing, especially high interest debt. It, it should be a priority and making sure that you go into retirement or at least close to retirement with as minimal debt or none, if possible, as, as you can. I, the last several years, is, there's been the animal instincts of people investing. And I've seen a lot of people come in and say, yep, I'm going to I'm gonna keep a mortgage. I'm going to keep payments on this uh, or that item because I want to put money in the market because we can make more money in investments than we are paying in interest. And you know what? There's arguments to that side, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, not if the market goes down 20% in, in a couple of months, you're not making more versus the 3% interest you might be paying, right? Right. So there's, there's events like this that happen, and they will continue to happen if somebody's 65 right now and they retire, they're going to have likely three more life events like this, economic events, they're going to affect their retirement. For the next 30 years, they're going to likely have three because it seems, again, to 2007 to 2009, 2000 to 2002, uh, the beginning of the 90s, you get the 87 market crash. I mean, back in 1978, the, the, the other market uh, cycle, every seems like every 9, 10, 12 years, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Point being is getting out of debt should be a priority, should always be a priority. You don't have to worry if you get out of debt. You can sleep better at night. You don't have your loans called in. By the way, we're about to see some of that. You're going to start to see banks that get squeezed on their own financial uh, books start to call out loans. And people don't know this. If you have a mortgage or you have a loan out there and a bank doesn't like the looks of that loan, they can call you up or send you a letter saying you got 30 days to pay us back. I don't care how you do it, but get us the money in full. Otherwise, we're going to foreclose on that property. That's that's the, the fact. I mean, banks control that in the fine print. So again, you don't want to be in a position that you get your loan called in or a business loan or whatever that might be. Get out of debt. Don't have to worry about it. And then take whatever money you have left and let's talk about doing some sort of investment strategy. Well, I think too, when you talk about get out of debt, it does be, it, it like rises to the surface at this point, especially if you if you find yourself out of work and then you're looking at the bank. I mean, you know, it's... It's very motivating, I think, if if anybody is sitting in that situation right now. I I saw a lot of cases in 2007 to 2009, and I get a personal friend that was a realtor, is a realtor, had a lot of investment properties. He he was leveraged too much and had a local bank call on his loans and almost bankrupted him. And so I'm not playing around with this. I've seen these things. If you don't know stories, I could tell you story after story of banks calling in loans. You're about to see it in, in the United States. It's going to happen. And, and you might know somebody on a personal level that get their loan called in. Don't think that then that, that that cannot happen to you. If you've got loans outstanding, you're at the mercy of whoever you have that loan to. So, you know, the, 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 what do they say? The borrower is uh, slave to the lender. And that's uh, true today and it's true forever in a day. And so let's talk about homes and, and just, I mean, having a home again, it's a great piece of equity and, and, uh, but it's not necessarily a retirement plan. No, um, it's not a retirement plan unless it's paid off and you decide that you want to downsize at some point. Uh, maybe that's the case. I have these conversations often with people say, hey, you know, do you plan on staying in your home? Yeah, can you stay in your home if you get older and if one of you passes away, if you're married or partnered or whatever the situation is? Um, you know, maintenance and upkeep and all that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, here in the state of Maine, the winters are brutal. And uh, do you plan on sticking around? So it could be a supplement to your investment income or retirement income 
if you down, if you downsize, let's say you, your home's worth, I don't know, 300,000 and you buy a, a downsized place to 200,000, you've got an extra 100,000 to help supplement your retirement income. So it, it could be looked at in that way, Steve, but but again, it's uh, and that's if if the market is is ripe for you to be able to sell it for 300,000 and purchase something for 200,000. It, it's market dependent as well in the real estate market. Well, in that we don't know what's going to happen to that either. No, we don't. Um, if if I had to guess, uh, the real estate market always softens up uh, as as well as the financial markets. Similar times. I'm going to guess 2021, 2022. We're going to see an inflationary cycle because of all the printing of money we, we uh, have gone on, and and real estate probably will keep uh, buoyed up by uh, the the printing of money because it's a hard asset. That's always been my bet. My bets always had. Uh, conversation with people saying, you know, what's the basis of building wealth long term? And a lot of times it's been real estate as part of the 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 the, the cornerstone of building wealth. So I, I'm a belief in real estate, whereas if if you do have real estate, likely you're going to have inflationary pressures to the upside for that real estate. Um, you, you might, if you have commercial places right now, commercial rental places, you're probably not going to bode so well because stores aren't opening up uh, too soon. They're, they're probably not paying rent. Um, saying, hey, we're going to get past the cycle before we even start paying the landlord. So, um, you know, that, that could be a problem. But uh, real estate, by and far, over a period of time, should get buoyed by the printing of money that we keep doing in this country. All right. Well, I like the sound of that. I mean, that seems to be optimistic. I like it. And uh, uh, so what about how much income are we going to need in retirement? Does that change now? I mean, we always said, you know, 70, 80 percent seems to be the, the, the rule of thumb. Yeah, you know what? It's I ask this question every single time somebody comes into the office, whether they're a client or not, doesn't matter. How much income is it gonna take to run the household? And there's there's I get I get up on the whiteboards in the office, there's a diagram I draw out, and it's a income, lifetime income, or not a lifetime income, but an income strategy. And in the first box I put budget, and in slot number one is life uh, is uh, uh, expenses. How much does it cost to run the household? The bare bone expenses. Usually people say $2,000, $2,500 a month. And I'm talking about insurances, everything sure. to just run the household, not lifestyle. And then the number two box under that is lifestyle. That's that's a real difference maker with a lot of people. A lot of people have uh, expensive lifestyles they want to maintain in, reti- in retirement. Some people are just living uh, perfectly simple lives and they're happy with whatever they, ha- you know, usually maybe go camping up in Greenville or something like that for, you know, a, m- a month a year, and which is not very expensive. So, when I ask people, what does it take to run a household? What's the budget need? You have a basic and then you have the lifestyle. What number does that come up with? And then we can back into a model, Steve, and show, all right, you have fixed incomes. You've got retirement monies. Then then the question is, how much retirement monies do you need saved up to be able to supplement, to, to fill whatever gap might be to, to give you your budget need? Right. And I mean, again, we barely scratched the surface here. We're up against the clock already. But again, folks, if you're interested in, in you know, finding out what, what rules and how they might have changed and how this might affect your retirement, now would be a great time to give Kevin a call and get on the calendar. It definitely would be, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. 
This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your chance to sit down with Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates, put together that financial roadmap, understand what needs to happen to get you to retirement amidst this bear market. It's a chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And if you are listening, then give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just talked about. It's uh, with all the extras that go along with it, the portfolio MRI, the Social Security analysis, all of that, no cost, no obligation. It's a phone call away. When you walk out the door, then you will have in your hand essentially a roadmap, a guide that can help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, many companies, large and small, have cut their 401k match. When we come back, some things you can do to soften the blow. When should I take my Social Security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. If your employer offers a match of your 401k contribution, be sure to at least contribute enough to qualify for 100% of that matching contribution. For example, an employer may offer to match 100% of your 401k contribution up to 5% of your income. Suppose your income is $100,000. 5% of that is, of course, $5,000. In this scenario, you would be giving up $5,000 a year of free money if you don't contribute to your 401k to get that match. A Roth 401k is funded with after-tax income, and this is becoming a popular option as companies begin offering them. But whichever you choose, a Roth or a traditional 401k, find out how much your employer will match and be sure you don't leave money on the table by not putting in enough to qualify for the 100% match. If your boss called you into his office and offered a tax-free raise, what would you say? No? When you ignore the company match, you are essentially turning down a tax-free raise. It's free money. No matter what, you need to contribute enough to get the full company match. This is the bare minimum. We're 
We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, the president of Frisbee and Associates, uh, author of the book Every Dime Every Day. And uh, yeah, so this is, it's kind of, we, we've talked about this briefly, I think, one other time about them, uh, about businesses cutting the 401k match. Now, it's not the end of the world, but we have to look at it as, and how do we adjust ourselves to that? And, and how do you view that in general? And I guess it's about context. Yeah, it is under, uh, about context, and I've heard, uh, of, I've had few people in the last few weeks talk about this in, in their own personal situation, where uh, companies they work for right here in Maine have cut 401k contributions as part of a uh, package. And I had one says uh, uh, she came in uh, the office and said, "Well, you know, not only did they cut the 401k match, um, they cut it out in in this particular case, but they they." Uh, they basically had everybody sit down and did a 25% salary cut across the board in addition. And yes, maybe temporary, maybe not. Um, I'm under the uh, impression that uh, it's going to take longer to get back to a normal business cycle. So it, it may be a little bit longer before companies start to feel enough profit uh, to be able to increase that and, and bring the, the normal uh, payback. So you know what? I guess at the end of the day, to, to take a positive spin, at least they have a job. And that's been the commentary I've heard from them as well. Right. that have gotten the, you know, the 401k cut, they're like, well, I have friends that got laid off or I got friends that furloughed and at least I still have a job. And I guess that's true. The unfortunate thing now is it, it puts more burden on you as a consumer slash person trying to save for retirement uh, to, to put more money away. And how do you do that now that you, if you get a pay cut and they cut your benefits, how, how do you make that happen is the question. Right. And, and again, when they when they start making those cuts, I guess you have to look at it, you know, from a big picture standpoint, like you said, and that yeah, at least you're still working, and maybe that's one of the reasons, one of the ways the company is cutting their budget to keep you employed. Yeah, for sure. And I would challenge people, you know, get back to my book. And by the way, I'm going to point out my book here, and and it's a great time. I'm going to tell everybody that's listening to the show. I'm giving a copy of my book away to anybody that calls into the show. Um, this weekend, if you want a copy of my book, whether it be audio book or physical book, uh, you know, call up and, and uh, we'll get that out to you. And point being is if, if now it comes down to budgeting and really getting a handle on your personal finances, your household. And I talk detail about this in my book, and it's, that's why I'm offering it right here, that the point is, if you get your salary cut, you've got to tighten the belt, so to speak. And how do you continue? Because now you're going to be forced to figure out where to get the extra money to continue to put in your retirement account and to make up for the lost wages potentially. And it gets down to controlling your expenses. And in order to do that, you have to start logging everything down and figuring out where your expenses are going. Listen, this might be only you know temporary. So it, it's, a, it's a small price to pay to start logging everything down and figuring out your, your actual financial details until you, you know things do get back to quote unquote normal. Uh, but get everything written down, figure out where all the expenses are going. And when you, when you do that, what's going to come up is you're going to be able to figure out, hey, I don't need to spend this much money over here. Maybe I can cut out maybe some of the cable bill and go to some of the online Netflix or whatever that might be and, and start to pare down some of the expenses that are deemed extra. Because again, I'd rather see you and, and you would rather see you in the future too, put some of that money aside for your own uh, retirement uh, benefit down the road than spend uh, frivolously um, You know, when, when that extra is cut out. Exactly. And uh, it is, and I said this before, but it's very motivating in a situation like this where if you're suddenly, you know, having to exist on less money, well, okay, let's figure out how to do that. And, you know, that could be life changing for people. I mean, it and I mean that in a good way. 
it, I, I, I agree with that. So life-changing, meaning if, if they pick up these new habits and start getting a better control of their, their money, um, when things do come back around and they do get their pay uh, back to normal and they do get the uh, 401k matches, they, they're going to have new habits that are going to help them. So now you have all that extra, which will be extra because you've cut and pared down your expenses uh, when the, when times were a little bit tighter. Now you've got that extra money to be able to really pour money into your retirement accounts and really get yourself set up for retirement or maybe even early retirement if, you, if you're good enough at doing it. Sure. And one of the other things... Right now, and, and I think you talked about this last week a little bit about how the the bargains, the va- you know the good buys that you're going to find in the market. And so, if you can, if you were fortunate enough to keep your job and keep your salary, um, 401k match or not, notch up the savings. Yeah, I've, I've been telling that to a lot of people, Steve. There's going to be opportunities uh, abound in the market, and yeah, people come in and say, "Well, what do you think I should do, Kevin?" Everybody that's got ten plus years in front of them. Uh, I'm, I'm maybe even five years in front of them still. I'm telling them to ratchet up their savings, ratchet up their their investments, ratchet up the 401k contributions. Are you kidding me? Um, the, the market in five years from now, or even two or three years from now, is going to be much higher than it is right now in our in our opinion or our view. Mm-hmm. So why not take advantage of that and increase? Because now you're going to be by increasing your contributions to your 401k, you're going to be dollar cost averaging. And yes, we might have a, a, another dip down, which we likely will see. Um, you're going to be buying shares on sale. And then the longer view, two, three years from now, those stock prices are probably going to be higher and you're going to be set up uh, in an even better spot. And I like the sound of that. And and one of the other things, too, if you're over 59 and a half, um, you can take that uh, that 401k that you have and essentially roll that into an IRA. Tell, tell me how that works again. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and by the way, probably 80% of all our business here at Frisbee Associates, people still working. They've uh, reached the age of 59 and a half years old. Why 59 and a half? That's the rule that the IRS has it. You are allowed to roll over your 401k or 43B accounts and still stay working, contributing, but you can now take and, and go outside to look at other options. At 59 and a half is the key key there. You still contribute to your old 401k, but people come in and say, hey, Kev, this is what I got for a 401k. Can you, can you look at, uh, uh, you know, do a comparison, do the x-ray that we do? So we do. And then we show them what the investment options are that we could point them in a direction to and help them uh, with the investment choices. And then we, we do a comparison with the current 401k, and now they make a choice. Hey, hey you, they can work with uh, Frisbee Associates. We can show them how to do this. We've got a lot more options available. We've got a tactical strategy, which is very, uh, very attractive to people versus just parked in a buy and hold strategy in a 401k. And now we can really help them uh, maximize their gains and minimize the loss. I mean, we talked about it on last week's show, and actually, you put it on the uh, the national podcast of, of the uh, right. uh, financial pizza that I talked about the tactical strategy. We've been moving our clients' money uh, in and out, and, and uh, trying to minimize the risk and maximize the gains. And, and people have been uh, really appreciative. I've had a lot of emails and calls from clients saying, "Hey, thanks for what you're doing. You're you're really outperforming um, other accounts that I've seen." So if we're then we roll that into an IRA, is it time to talk about a Roth conversion? Yeah. So the answer is always yes to talk about a Roth conversion. But I I was reading some articles recently, Steve, where they say that um, uh, the tax rates as they are likely are actually instead of 2025, they're talking about maybe having those taxes increase in 2021. Oh, my gosh. Um, Oh, yes. So pay attention to that. We're watching that very closely. And I hope that's not the case because we put some people in position where we're going to do some Roth conversions between now and 2025 when the, the 2015 tax cuts expire. 
and we've got a, a limited time, and I believe that they're going to the, the rates are going to go up. So now's the time to look at doing Roth conversions if it fits your situation. And again, but those are the kinds of things that uh, when you sit down with someone, you'll have that discussion. And if it makes sense, you'll continue that discussion. Definitely will. And and we talk a, a lot about things on the show that people listening to the show right now, I'm, I'm sure, are thinking to themselves, wait a minute, I don't hear any talk like this from my advisor or the firm I'm working with or the person I'm working with. And, and my question would be to you, why? Well, I'll tell you the answer is because they only grow money, they're only interested in investing money, and they do nothing else. Not to fault them, but we're holistic planning practice. We talk about all these because my ultimate job is to my clients and to put my clients in a better position. And if that's minimizing taxes, if that's strategizing over years to be able to do conversions, whatever that might be, uh, we're going to talk about that. So that's why you're not hearing about this type of stuff from your current advisor broker uh, because they don't. They're not interested in doing that. They're only interested in, in dealing with money. When we say we've got to focus on the long term, um, if you're close to retirement, you don't have much long term left. So you've got to be aware of where you are and, and how to preserve what you have. Sure, that's true. Uh, but I've had a lot of cases. I have a lot of clients that are set up nicely um, and they did the heavy lifting of, of saving over a long period of time. But their long term might be to the kids or grandkids. So now we okay. could be talking about generational. Look at it like okay, that. Okay, sure. Great. Yeah. Let, let's say somebody comes in and they get six or seven hundred thousand dollars in retirement money saved up. And that's very common, by the way. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, we sit down and say, Hey, Kev, we're never gonna spend all this money. So we can take a longer term view with with a part of this, knowing that the kids and grandkids or whoever the beneficiaries are, um, gets this over their lifetime. So now we could be talking generational 30, 40 years potentially sure. if we do this correctly. Yeah. Wow, that well, that just makes me smile and feel good. <laughs> yeah, well, especially having kids and grandkids like you do. Yeah. I mean, if if you take a longer term, you, you probably never spend all your money, Steve, because you're independently wealthy. I know that yeah, very, right. very well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But point point being is all kidding aside. You you could look at a long term view, and um, I do that myself. I have one son. It's twenty, going to be twenty one years old, and thinking at some point if he ever has children, well, we're going to keep money aside for the longer haul, for maybe the next couple generations. And so that that it, so you can mix and match um, your strategy with with your investing, and which is kind of fun too, because now you're looking at a different strategy right. that you you know are going to go to your kids and grandkids or beneficiaries. I like that, folks. If that's appealing to you, have that conversation. Give Kevin a call. Get on the calendar and uh, sit down and talk about it. Sounds like a plan for the next ten callers who will call in today. We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a four hundred ninety-nine dollar value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, here is your opportunity to really sit down 
put a financial roadmap together, maybe a second opinion, let Kevin and the team begin to translate a lot of complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's a true practical financial review, and it starts with that phone call, 800 998 5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you stand today. Yes, of course. But most importantly, you end up with that roadmap, that guide, that big picture kind of view of where you want to be and how you're going to get to retirement. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Running out of money in retirement is the number one fear of pre-retirees. But wait, there's more. When we come back, ways to combat the top retirement fears. And now, a nightmare retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk. Run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Celebrity Money Mistakes. The name Rockefeller is synonymous with the oil business and big money. John D. was the country's first billionaire and was considered the wealthiest American of all time and the richest person in modern history. But it didn't start that way. He was born into a large family in upstate New York and he was shaped by his conman father and religious mother. His family moved several times before eventually settling in Cleveland, Ohio, and Rockefeller became assistant bookkeeper at the age of 16 and then went into business partnership with Maurice B. Cook and Company and his brothers at the age of 20. Rockefeller formally founded the Standard Oil Company in 1870, and he ran it until 1897. As kerosene and gasoline grew in importance, Rockefeller's wealth soared as he became the richest person in the country, controlling 90% of the oil in the United States at its peak. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 1911 that Standard Oil must be dismantled for violation of federal antitrust laws. It was broken up into 34 separate entities that included companies that would become ExxonMobil, Chevron, and others. Individual pieces of the company were worth more than the whole, and as shares of these doubled and tripled in value in their early years, Rockefeller became the country's first billionaire with a fortune worth nearly 2% of the national economy. His peak net worth in inflation-adjusted dollars was estimated at $336 billion in 1913. America's first billionaire was one of the reasons for the creation of the estate tax, which now took 70% upon his death. His heir still had a few bucks left, considering his estate was worth $24 billion inflation-adjusted dollars in the depths of the Great Depression. Rockefeller was also quite the philanthropist, as he was giving away millions of dollars over the course of his life, this generosity began with his first job when he was 16, when his diary shows that he donated 6% of his salary then to his church. The giving continued his entire life. He would give primarily to educational and public health causes, but also for basic science and the arts. 
He had health problems beginning in the 50s. Rockefeller ultimately died of arteriosclerosis on May 23, 1937, less than two months shy of his 98th birthday. Forbes magazine reports that the Rockefellers are still worth an estimated $11 billion today. Another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for retirement and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, taking into account all necessary details. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, author of Every Dime Every Day. You can get your copy by uh, calling in today. And uh, let's see, uh, President Frisbee and Associates, and uh, a whole lot more. And uh, so, Kevin, yeah, running out of money. How often do we talk about that? All the time. And and the reason is because that's the biggest fear and concern of people coming up into retirement is the potential of outliving your money. I mean, can you imagine – you're at the end of, or within years of the end of your life, and maybe you got five or 10 years left, and you've got Social Security or pension coming in, and all of a sudden, your retirement money dries up. What do you do? Who do you turn to? Do you turn to kids? Do you turn to family members? I mean, do you turn to, to you know charities? I, I don't know. So um, you know that's the number one fear, and you certainly don't want to put yourself in a position that um, you have to turn to somebody else or, or the government to, to, to lean on and help you out, if you can control it. And, and put some provisions in place right now to be able to make sure you're set up correctly. You know, when you talk about your book, Every Dime, Every Day, it, it, one of the things that you really take away from that is this is discipline. This is, you know, thinking ahead. This is, you say it in the book, your future self will thank you. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I've said it before, and I had uh, a lot of people or a handful of people pre-read the book before I released it. And one of my friends, she read the book, and uh, she emailed me back saying, listen, Kev, your, your book's great about finances, but it's not only about financial matters. She said, it's, it's basically all about discipline. And I said, that's right. That, that's exactly, you know, when you talk about discipline, it took extreme discipline for me and my wife to do what we did and continue to do. We still do the logbook 22 years later. I'd feel like uh, left, left behind if I wasn't doing the logbook because that set us up to where we are right now. So yeah, all about discipline. And th- obviously the quicker you can start being disciplined, the earlier you can start and doing it for a long period of time, obviously the better position you're going to be in in the future. And there are things that we can do along the way, obviously, to help. And and one of the things that you do from a retirement planning standpoint is to take the taxes into account because that's such a big part and can be really detrimental to a, to a retirement plan. You know, we talked about it in the last segment, tax planning in and tax strategies, Roth conversions, uh, IRA contributions, Roth contributions, all that type of thing is conversations that every one of the advisors here have with all of our clients that come in and all of the people that are trying to shop around. If you, if you want to take advantage of that consultation, we're still going to talk about these subject matters while you're in our office with you so that we can educate you on things that if you decide to work with us, we're going to, we're going to bring to the table as potential strategies. We want to, we want people to know what is available to help them out. And then if at some point we'll book a, a second or third appointment and have them come back if they decide to work with us. But Again, in that initial conversation, we're going to talk about tax strategies. We're going to talk about Roth conversions. We're going to talk about your goals, what you're trying to do, and then some of the tools that we have in our toolbox to be able to help you reach your goals. That's what that first conversation is all about. It's not you come in and you're doing business with us at Frisbee Associates. We wouldn't even let that happen. Uh, we're, we're more, hey, let's, conv- let's, let's build this relationship. Let's meet a couple times, figure out if we're a right fit. I had a guy recently uh, down in the Portland area, and I, I, you know, I was very frank with him. 
uh, like I am with everybody. I'm straight shooting with everybody saying, listen, I, I don't think we're a right fit for you. And he wanted to give us money to invest. And I was like, listen, it, I, it's just not a right fit. I think you're better off over in XYZ area. Um, and I wish you well. And nice. so we're, we're not the right fit for everybody. And uh, everybody's not, not the right fit for us. And we'll let people know that. That's really comforting to know that, too. Uh, to find out, 800-998-5649, that's the number. So we're talking about fears in retirement or pre-retirees, and healthcare has got to be a big, got to be right up there on the list. You know, when I when I lay the whiteboard up and we talk about the income strategy and retirement monies and, and distributions, um, I'm a fan of doing a 6% withdrawal from retirement accounts. So let's use the example, somebody's got $400,000 and they take a 6% annual withdrawal, meaning they're just taking the interest, they're taking $24,000 a year. The important part about that, Steve, is this. They keep the balance, the principal balance of 400000 And then I ask people, listen to this, this is my, my first appointment, this is the conversation. I ask people, what's the most important reason why it is uh, critically important to keep the principal balance of the 400000 or whatever that number is, but let's sure. use this example of 400000 Number one is to provide lost income if, if they're married or have a partner, if one of the spouses passes away. That's the number one reason. Number two, any guess, Steve, to what the number two reason is? Well, just to keep keep getting income. No, it's future healthcare costs. Oh, future healthcare. Oh, so we're talking go. about healthcare, right? So number two reason is future healthcare costs. And I tell people, I'm not talking about Medicare gaps and I'm not talking about prescription drugs, although that's part of it, yes. I'm talking about a major healthcare event that you might need long-term care. You might need home care. You might need assisted living. You might need whatever. I, I spoke with my gram. She's 90 years old. She's in Memphis, Tennessee in a nursing home, an assisted living, I should say. She's been locked down for uh, three months now. It's, I feel bad for her because nobody can go in. No, she can't go out. But my, uh, my whole point is she's been there about eight months, nine months now, and she's never going back home because she needs the assistance. And it's, it's costing our family $10,000 a month wow. to keep her held up in a prison basically with this COVID thing because she can't go out, but they're still charging. They're still, they bring her meals to her door, pick up the dishes at the end of her meal. And that's her life. And, and she's, we're still spending $10,000 as a family to pay for her care. Well, she's paying for it with, with her money, obviously, but, but paying for that, that service. So how long is she going to be in a nursing home? I don't know. I have assisted living. I don't know until she dies. How long until she passes away? Who knows? She's healthy at 90 years old. She's still got her marbles. Yeah, um, she wow. could be another five years, sure. which at ten thousand a month, it's five, five, six hundred thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so that's a that's a heady thought there. Oof. Point being is, if if you know, keeping that principal and only take the interest from your retirement accounts so that you can cover some of the costs for future healthcare costs if it's needed. Well, one of the things that the insurance industry has done is respond to the whole long-term term care situation and have been pretty creative in letting you be pretty creative in having some products that can help folks there. Yes, as long as you're not too old or don't have major health conditions. So that, there's the caveat to that. There's some solutions that in, in the insurance world that they've created that are, I call them hybrid products, the life insurance products with long-term care attachments to them. There's also annuity products with long-term care attachments to them that people can kind of shop for and look around for. We bring that stuff to the table as part of the conversation because I think it's critical to try to cover that gap. But for a 90-year-old, the, the options are really limited, Steve. So sure. um, if somebody's 70 or 65 or 60, 
looking for that potential solution right now that they may have an, an event down the road, that's the perfect time because now you're younger and healthier in most cases, hopefully healthier in, in, in most cases, that you can have all those options on the table and, uh, and, and see if you can put something in place to prevent spending down your assets like my grandmother and, and other people I've seen do uh, so many times. Wow. So, I mean, now would be, I mean, if you are in that financial red zone, you know, 10, five years, five, 10 years before retirement, now's the time to have that discussion, isn't it? It certainly is. And, and people tell me probably, probably you listen to the radio show today, you're thinking to yourself, Hey, Kevin, you're in the, in the financial world. How come you didn't help your grandmother out? Well, she's 90 now. Um, I've only been in a business about 15 years. So she was 75 by the time I started in this business. And it was, it was pretty close to too late. Uh, to be able to give guidance uh, at that point. So again, younger and healthier is the time you want to start putting these plans in place. You don't want to wait till you get older. And she had some health conditions too. So at 75, it was it was near impossible to give her some guidance sure. and help her out as far as uh, long-term care is concerned. Understand. And one of the things we're talking about fears in retirement and, uh, you know, the sandwich generation, the baby boomers who are retiring by the thousands every day, um, you know, we could have, they could have their parents, they could have their kids. That could be really detrimental to a good retirement plan. You know what, Steve, I have these conversations talking about the sandwich generation every single week with people that come in and they're taking care of their parents or mom or dad. And I had a couple uh, their, their clients up in the Brewer area and uh, they're in an office a couple of weeks. They're doing a review and they say, you know, we took care of mom for, for four plus years and every single day he was a physician. So he was making sure he was monitoring mom, checking on her every single day for four solid years. And they sacrificed not being able to travel, not going on trips, even though they were both, they just both retired. And so now mom just retired and now it's COVID. So they can't travel anywhere anyway, or they don't want to travel anywhere for now. Point, point being is I'm seeing more and more people every single week get stuck from enjoying their retirement to, to do what is the duty of the family and take care of their mom or dad or both uh, to make sure that mom or dad had a quality end of life. And it's, it's sad because they, again, people are sacrificing their own and, and kudos to you. If you're listening to the show and that's you, I, I see it all the time. It's a difficult situation, and I understand you, somebody's got to take care of mom and dad, and uh, and, and and I guess uh, you know, family should thank you for doing that. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, if it's a discussion that you want to have, if you want to talk about, you know, creatively taking care of long-term care, now'd be a time to give Kevin a call, get on the calendar, and have that discussion. Great idea, Steve. For the next ten people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released 
For radio listeners only, it's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review loan is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here is your chance to sit down with Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates, get that financial roadmap put together, and really take a lot of complex financial world. I mean, again, whether it's long-term care, whether it's social security claiming, I mean, it can get pretty complicated pretty quickly. Kevin and the team can smooth it out, put it in a way that makes sense to you. It's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. Get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras, the, the portfolio MRI, the social security analysis, all of that, no cost, no obligation. And when you walk out the door, you will then have a roadmap uh, that'll be help you get to where you want to be and well, where you see yourself when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800 998 Five six four nine. Time once again to answer as many listener questions as we can. You have been busy this week. It all happens right after this. This is such a blow to investors. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. Celebrity Money Mistakes. Adam Yauch, a.k.a. MCA, or Neanderthal Hornblower, is probably best known as the founding member of the Beastie Boys. He was also a film director and human rights activist. He was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. The Beastie Boys, a hip-hop trio, released their first album on Def Jam Records when Yauch was 22. The Beastie Boys sold 40 million records worldwide by 2010. In April 2012, the group was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yauch was inducted in absentia because of illness. In 2009, he was diagnosed and unsuccessfully treated for a cancerous parotid gland and a lymph node. Yauch died at age 47. In May of 2012, he left behind a wife and daughter. In his last will and testament, the Beastie Boy scribbled a note on his will that prohibited the use of his music in commercials. But handwritten wishes on a will often lead to complications. The phrasing might not actually protect the work. His net worth was estimated at about $75 million at the time of his death. This is just another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for investment and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, including assessing your will, your trust, powers of attorney, and reviewing all beneficiary designations. Back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, author of Every Dime Every Day, uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, normally at this time, Kevin, we often talk about seminars. And and uh, the only thing we can say about seminars is they're coming back in September. 
tentatively, okay. um, you know, <laughs> if we can get the meeting count up to 50, even though some of our seminars draw more than that, what we'll do is we'll, we'll break it up in uh, maybe two or three segments in the same day, different time slots mm-hmm. and uh, do the whole social distancing. You know, we want to make sure that people are comfortable coming out sure. before we start to say, hey, we're going to go book in these seminars because, you know, we pay for the hall. We, we bring some snacks in and, and uh, we, we want to make sure people are going to show up and come in with a, uh, a learning uh, mindset because, again, we, we educate people. We have a lot of information in seminars. So, yes, tentatively set for September. If we need to put it off uh, further down another month or two, we'll do that. But I'm hoping to get things up and rolling. And, you know, September sounds like a long way away, but it's really not. Well, it's, yeah, exactly. Well, it can't be. Uh, yeah, it seems very, very quick. Uh, at this point, even though April seemed like it took about 14 months, but you know, <laughs> um, so uh, the, uh, let's, let's jump into a couple of questions here before we run out of time. Uh, Paul is in Booth Bay. Uh, he says, I'm 65. My wife is 61. I'm looking to retire. Uh, I'm, I'm working and plan to retire at 71. My question is, should my wife take her social security benefits next year and then get 50% of mine added to hers when I retire or wait? She makes about $50,000 a year. I make eight times that amount. That's a great question. This is why we do social security planning seminars. Um, Paul, thanks for writing in. Here's the thing. If your wife starts to collect her social security benefits next year when she turns only 62, she's not going to get 50% of yours when she gets to be full retirement age. She's going to be penalized by about 25%. So let's assume you have a high earner, uh, you're a high earner. So let's assume your social security at full retirement is going to be $3,000, just to use an even number. Sure. And she's going to be eligible for 1500 of that when she gets to be full retirement. And in this case, it's uh, 67 for her. Well, she's not going to get the full 1500 She's going to get a 25% reduction of that. Um, so the, that penalty by collecting at 62 is the penalty that she'll carry the rest of her life. So wow. I, I, there's a lot of things when we talk about social security planning, Paul, and one of them is strategies of when to collect and when not to collect. Uh, there's a four-year age gap here. And, you know, considering females live longer, um, there's, there's a chance that, uh, you know, it might make sense to collect early, but it, it, there's a lot of factors here, how much you have saved up, what's your budget need, all those type of things that will play into when's the rest, when's the right time. And we do, by doing a seminar, we do uh, offer up at the end of the seminars um, to do a social security planning report, which will lay out two, three, four scenarios uh, to, to answer what you're asking. I think that's interesting that when you lay out the various scenarios, it becomes real clear what makes sense. Hey, it, it, it talks to you. It says, hey, here's your situation. Here's here's your your what you've done to set yourself up. Here's your social security amounts. Does it make sense? And when does it make sense to collect? Here's the thing, Steve, when, when, when you have a husband-wife situation, by delaying Social Security, you both have to live past about 80 years old for it to make sense to wait. So in this case, with, with Paul's wife being 62 next year, is, are they both going to live past 80? I don't know. What Do they have longevity is one of the questions I ask. Do they expect to live past 80? There's a lot of factors. Um, besides the health and the money, do, do they have enough money? That they uh, they uh, they have saved up that they can uh, take it now or wait mm-hmm. again. That social security planning report that we do the three four strategies for for everybody that wants to get that done. We'll we'll lay it out and we'll lay out a great detailed plan of of when the best time is. You can get into folks eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. On we go. Uh, Catherine is in Orono. She says my father passed away in January before taking his twenty twenty RMD. My siblings and I are trying to establish inherited IRAs. Do we need to take this year of death RMD? Well, that's a good question. Great question. Detailed, in-depth. Um, 
So since uh, your father passed away in 2020, when the RMDs were waived, um, normally it would be yes, but since they were waived in 2020, there's uh, no year of end, uh, year year of death RMDs to take. So beneficiary stretch rules under the Secure Act will apply, which means you've got to take that money over a 10 year period. But they're waived for uh, 2020. Okay. So the 10 year rule uh, doesn't become uh, effective now. It becomes an 11 year rule, basically. Okay, all right, I like it. And um, and again, if you want to know some more, uh, Catherine eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Are you guys still doing virtual meetings, or are you doing a lot of in person stuff now? I'm doing mostly in person oh, stuff, good. Steve. That's, re- that's a relief, isn't it? Uh, oh my goodness, I'm not a uh, I'm not a Zoom guy. I've done a couple Zoom meetings, and I've done some conference call meetings, reviews with clients. But I love my clients, and I love to sit and have a conversation eye to eye. And just talk about what's going on because you get to know family members and what's going on in their lives, that type of thing. It's difficult to do that on the phone or on a Zoom meeting. It's just not the same. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, folks are showing up and and, uh, you guys are having the meetings. And and that's got to, I mean, that's that's a step towards normalcy, isn't it? Yeah, so here's the thing. We have seven office locations. Um, The the main office is in Lewiston. Every Every other office is by appointment. And by doing that, we can meet and break up our days as, as advisors and be in different locations based on schedules. So we're not cramming people into an office and there's not three advisors in one office at one time. So we, we easily can do the social distancing. As long as people are comfortable coming out of the office, we've cleaned everything up. We, we continue to clean everything up. Uh, our conference tables are longer than six foot. So no problem. Uh, we don't have to shake hands. I had a couple of people. I was in Brew a couple of days ago and I, I felt such a sigh of relief. This guy comes in and he was a first appointment radio caller. And he stuffed his hand right out there to shake my hand. And I said, thank God somebody wants to shake my hand. You know what I mean? Well, again, you just, it, it's so much of a habit. And, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's good. I'm glad. There's a sense of normalcy is what it was. Sure. Well, yeah, absolutely. 800-998-5649. I've got another RMD question um, about, I think you've already answered it, but uh, Ben is in Freiburg. He says, do inherited IRAs fall under the RMD waiver? Yeah, answered that already, Ben. And I want to make another point. The uh, inherited IRAs are not subject to the RMD as well. Point I want to make with Catherine and yourself too, Ben, is with Catherine's case, uh, since dad just passed, they've got to roll that over. I would caution you not to take payment. I, I had this happen with a, a client before they were clients uh, about two years ago now. And, and the brother it was a, a, a brother, sister, mom had passed, lived out of state and left the retirement money split 50-50. It was a substantial amount of money. And so the brother, not knowing some of the rules, did what he was supposed to do as the executor and had the payments paid out to him and his sister in 50-50 increments. Well, once those checks were cut, it was irreversible. And then now it became a tax event for both oh, of them. Oh, wow. In full. And it was I'm talking a million dollars. I'm talking a substantial amount of tax money. Uh, when you talk about $500,000 a piece, now counting it as income, once you do that, you cannot turn it over as an inherited IRA. It has to be sent directly trustee to trustee as an inherited IRA, not cashed out. So just a caution of that. Well, and th- but you working with you, you make sure that always happens, that trustee to trustee. And I know that's a critical part. It's, it's a critical part. And um, it's not required necessarily as a rollover IRA. Sometimes you can do an, a cash out and you get 60 days to roll back over into an IRA. But with an inherited IRA, there's no there's, it's a black and white. It's, it has to be trustee to trustee. Otherwise it, it doesn't qualify as a rollover. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Uh, let's see. we got time for one more. Let's go to Eric and Ellsworth. He says, I have $640,000 in a previous employer's 401k and a hundred thousand dollars in my new employer's plan. 
do you recommend I merge the two? Both funds offer similar investment options. My only motivation is based on simplifying paperwork during retirement, although there may be other advantages I'm not aware of. I think I know where you're headed with this. Yeah, great question, Eric. Thanks for writing in. Um, You can simplify things uh, as well if you look outside to an advisor. And uh, by the way, you're only in Ellsworth and you're close enough to the brewer office. Um, We can make our way to Ellsworth and meet you if you want to come to the brewer office either way. But I would tell you, best recommendation is let's do a comparison with the options available that you have in the 401k before you make a choice. And let's do a comparison with the options that are available outside of the 401k. And and now you have an apples to apples before you make a decision. Then if, if it makes sense to stay, then you stay. If it doesn't make sense to stay, to simplify things, we actually have software called Blue Leaf that you actually can have a weekly update on Sunday afternoon. We send an email to all our clients even if they have accounts not with us, in the same Blue Leaf email that you'll have right there in front of you. So it simplifies everything. So you don't have to have accounts scattered all over the place. We can have it in one place. That you get an update every single week, whether it be money uh, you have with us or money that you kept back at the uh, your current employer. So there's ways to simplify things. But first, let's do the apples to apples comparison before you make a choice. Well, even if it's uh, the money he has in the previous employer's 401k, that could just go into an IRA. Yeah, and I, I got to tell you, Steve, I, I rarely see people um, keeping and rolling into the, the the current 401k because there's so many better options outside yeah. of within an IRA chassis. Absolutely. So, yeah, but I want Eric to make that choice. Let's do the comparison first. Then we're going to show him what it looks like to be uh, to roll that over into an IRA that we could potentially help help him with versus what he has uh, available and plus advice or lack of advice managing the 401k. And uh, with that, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today, Kevin. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Folks, don't miss this opportunity. This is the last time today that we're taking calls. So, you know, set up a time, come on in, sit down with Kevin and the team and begin to translate a lot of complex financial world. I mean, what we were just talking about, it gets complicated and you need to make the right choices. Kevin and the team will give you options. That's what's really nice about all of it is, uh, and you get a true practical financial review, the social security analysis, the uh, portfolio MRI, all of it, no cost, no obligation, 800-998-5649. Get that comprehensive financial review, find out where you stand today. Most importantly, get that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, really fastest hour on radio right here. (laughs) (laughs) It goes by fast, but it's so much to talk about. I mean, we we have uh, only limited segments. I can go on and on, as you could tell, just because of experience. But hey, we'll take the calls. Uh, Anybody that calls in, we're going to give a copy of my book, whether it be the audio book or the physical book, we'll send those out. 
out and get in a calendar where we have meeting spots uh, all over the state in the seven locations. Can't wait to talk to people. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, let's get together again next week right here uh, with the more Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.